What's up, bitches? Welcome to episode 221 of CEO Life. You are the CEO of your life, whether you want to be or not. Today is going to be a little bit of a different podcast. You might hear some background noise, and that's because I'm currently driving. And I can hear you already. I can hear you. Greg, why are you driving and podcasting? That is not safe. Well, it says I'm not going to reach my destination for another hour and a half. So I have some time to kill. I'm actually in traffic right now. And I decided to take this time to, you know, maybe go into a little bit more detail. Explain things a little bit more thoroughly. And um, today's actually my birthday. So I just feel like, well, I guess I can serve as a win because it's like, here's a longer podcast, birthday edition. So buckle up. It's like you're going to be in the car with me for the next hour. And this is this is what it would be like if if you were to receive a monologue from me. And for some reason you can't talk. And we're in the car together. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yesterday I get a message from my business partner. She goes, hey, you might want to hit the record button on the morning hustlers meeting tomorrow. And I said, okay, well, looks like my morning hostels are going to do something for me for my birthday. Uh, sounds awesome. It sounds really awesome. So let's see uh, what, what they have in store. So I didn't really have much planned because I'm like, well, they have some kind of gift for me. And I I usually talk for 10, 15 minutes, but today I spoke for five minutes and I'm like, all right, well, hey, that's all I got. Like, what's, what's going on? And it's one of the members, really, really incredible put put this together in terms of just making me feel special you know and one one challenge that I have is sometimes I feel like people really aren't listening to me and that may stem from my childhood I don't know as a matter of fact when I ran my marathon yesterday I, I thought it was very shocking that my family are putting up stoicism signs around the park where I'm running at so I can draw on for inspiration, which I thought was crazy because I just felt like when I talk about stoicism and Marcus Aurelius and Seneca, I always just felt like one year, one in, in, in one year out the other. But when I see pictures of Marcus Aurelius and like quotes by, by Seneca, I'm like, whoa, like they're actually paying attention like they're actually listening and this is how crazy this is how ridiculous the human brain is i was actually thinking about this today when i was brushing my teeth think about how ridiculous this is i've been running morning hustlers meetings for the last 410 411 days now and i'm struggling with this belief that nobody's listening i've never had a single meeting where no at least i didn't have at least one person in the meeting Early on, there would be times where it would just be me and one other person. And he's usually on Sundays. And it was, his name was Gusto. Really awesome guy. And, But I've never had a meeting where nobody showed up. 411 meetings. That's, that's incredible. And I have people that literally show up every single day to hear what I have to say. And think about how crazy it is, right? Because... How often do we hear the, sa- the, the saying, I'll, um, I'll believe it when I see it? 
Wait, hold on. Seeing is believing. When I see it, I'll believe it. I think that's what it is, right? But that's so wrong. It's it's believing. You have to believe first, and then you'll see it. Because I apparently don't see it, even though it's right in front of me. I'm not believing it. It's right in front of me. I see it every single day, just kind of bouncing off of me. Now, is this a good thing? It could be a good thing because I feel that that keeps me on my toes. That keeps me wanting to improve. Like, I got to get better. I got to get more persuasive. I need to be a better speaker. I need to speak with more conviction. I need to be able to articulate my points a lot better. So uh, on one side, the, the insecurity helps make me get better because it's like if I feel like, oh, but everybody's listening and I have this ego, then I feel like I can kind of rest on my laurels. But that's just... A that's just a thought. I, I don't know if that if that would be the case or not. I don't know. But what I do know is I have this feeling like no one's listening. So I'm gonna explain and um, try to be as simple as possible. And it's cool that my morning hustler member, Tim, decided to gather around couple of the you know some of my best friends in the morning hustlers and reach out to them to reach out to other people who were going like who were part of morning hustlers meetings and had a pretty packed meeting today you know 31 people showed up and everybody started talking like everybody one by one went down the line to say the impact i've had in their life how incredible is that i mean how incredible is that 31 people, all the way down, boom, one by one by one, and that that really meant a lot, I'm actually very grateful for that, and, you know, I think my my favorite part was the fact that they're, it's just such a simple thing, but it just made sense, right, where my business partner was the last person. We had someone join late, so we had another person speak after. But the plan was, boom, bring us home, Yasmina. And it was it was really cool because she had a lot of you know really really awesome things to say. And and then you know I, I said similar things right back to her. It was it was a cool moment. And here's another funny thing. You know, one of my mentors, Steven, <laughs> he, he's a, he's a mystery. <laughs> he is a mystery. Here's a man who is a fantastic salesman, extremely intelligent, wealthy, smart as hell. Raised a good family and charismatic. Like, he, when he enters a room, he's usually at the cause, not the, at the, not the effect of the environment. And he's very honest and he's very real. What was interesting was he joins the call today and Tim calls on him. He's like, Are right, you ready? And he goes, I'm, I'm never ready. I'm like, I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? Like, you're never ready. He's like, I'm never ready, man. You know that. And I'm like, what? And then like, uh, <laughs> he just, uh, he says some like random stuff. 
I went, <laughs> I'm like, okay, <laughs> uh, wasn't expecting that, uh, it was, I was like, huh, he, he, it's, it's very interesting, I, I wasn't expecting that, I thought it was funny, yeah, he's a funny character, he really is just like a very fucking funny character to me, uh, hard, sometimes I guess, he, he throws a lot of, you know, uh, <laughs> a lot of curveballs, <laughs> You gotta have people like that in your life Because they keep you on your toes They also make things exciting You know Having someone who's not predictable around you And that's definitely Steven Uh, So those were really two things that that stood out to me uh, During the meeting And I I just felt so much love Because the past several years I never really took my birthday seriously Last year I didn't even tell my morning hustlers That it was my birthday And Honestly, I, I really I actually kind of wanted to keep it a secret. I didn't want anyone to even wish me a happy birthday. And I was actually a little annoyed when I was at work and, you know, felt people told me happy birthday. I'm like, just keep that on the, on the low. Like, I don't want everybody to know it's my birthday. And I don't know why I felt that. And two years ago, we were going to go to dinner with my family. And like, where are we going to go to dinner? I'm like, let's go to this place. Just a run-down Mexican food place. It's, nothing special not even like you you wouldn't even go there for a special occasion like it's it's not even like that kind of place and i was like let's just go eat there and i remember my oldest sister looked at me like what are you serious i'm like yeah let's go eat there and we did and i'm sure she probably was like uh okay that's interesting why i think that was my 21st birthday then i made that decision so that was like three years ago wait four years ago holy fuck holy shit that's crazy that was four years ago Anyway, whoa, holy! You know, I was thinking about that today too. I was like, "What was I doing?" Like on my, on my birthdays, and I remember. I now remember twenty first birthday. I went to that dumbass <laughs> Mexican food restaurant, and this birthday, I got man. I had people send me gifts. So many people send me gifts. People showed their love. I didn't expect anyone to really show up like and support my marathon, but my family showed support. That was, uh, I, I couldn't believe it. I really couldn't believe it. I really had no expectations. I, I was really, I was really just going to be, I don't make a big deal out of it, but I, I really just feel like, wow, I, I, I'm just filled with so much gratitude because I feel, I feel so loved from so many people and that was totally unexpected so I'm very grateful man I, man am I so grateful to have the kind of friends that I have that genuinely care for me and want to make sure that I feel appreciated and and I thank them for that I feel so much love and I clean the kitchen so my family has a clean kitchen to wake up to then I hopped on a call with a couple buddies we got some work in you need this is the kind of friends you need Yasmina decides let's do let's do accountability every single day and we'll work for two hours straight we'll do we'll do four pomodoros together and my friends are like, yeah, all right, let's do it. How 
awesome of a social circle is that to have every single day we're gonna do four pomodoros together every single day that is a circle of winners what what like what the fuck who does that and if anyone who if you know anyone that does that if you do that hey shoot me a message i want to i want to talk to you because you're just like me so we do a couple pomodoros then i head down to the sensory deprivation tank now this is also known as a float tank and i have so much to process i finished my marathon yesterday had a lot of people show some love for this for the for my birthday and for the marathon I'm in a new program in terms of I invested in Moneyberg Mentoring I have my whole year of 24 to reflect on there's a lot I need to process here and really think about so I got a free float from Newport Float Therapy out of Newport for my birthday and I get, I go to the tank, and I lie down in the in that salt water, and I'm floating, and I just feel so much gratitude because I I love being in there so much. And immediately I start thinking about my morning hustlers, and I was able to put myself in their shoes. I was able to completely disassociate myself from myself and I like really firmly put myself in their shoes as, as if I lived as them with the amount with as much information that I have about what they've shared with me like their family their friends their surroundings their environment what it's like what was their childhood like what kind of characters are are their family members like what kind of what kind of challenges do they have to deal with when it comes to work all these different things and I put myself in their shoes and I imagine myself showing up to the morning hustlers. Boom, there goes Greg. There goes these people. Bam, got the message. Awesome. And then they go on about their day and they, they deal with their same people, like their family, their coworkers. They go to work, all these different things. I'm like, oh, wow, okay. Like that, uh, that's interesting. Like Because here's the thing. Well, my family, my family is very very supportive of what I do no one ever questions what the fuck I'm doing like oh you're you know you start your own business I'm we're proud of you awesome how can we how can we help you out and uh, I mean you can see it with my family creating stoicism quotes and putting it around the park no one ever said why are you doing why are you gonna go run around the park like that's that's stupid like uh you know, I'd get any kind of lip from many of my family. Like everybody was like, "Okay, hey, you're gonna do that." Like that's actually really crazy that you're doing that. Wow. And a lot of people had no idea that I was just doing this by myself. That I didn't do an actual race. I just decided to run the marathon on my own. And I am so immersed in this in my, in my with my family and my friends where. I, I just feel like everybody has what I have. It's so easy to get so caught up in your own world where you forget about what it's like for somebody else's world. And somebody may not have supportive parents or someone may not even have one of the parents in their life. 
as you know some people maybe can't even talk about all the things that they're talking about because they're afraid to be to be judged and then they come to the morning hustlers and they're like oh shit finally a place where i can really be myself and i can really talk about the things that are important to me and i can share the wins that i'm having and it doesn't feel like bragging it's like it just feels like oh yeah this is so welcomed and supported in this community and i provide that space for these people and then i imagine myself putting myself on another person's shoes from the morning hostlers and i imagine what it was like living in their life and what it's like to be them and what it's like to have their parents and what it's like to have their siblings and what it's like for them to block out time to go go to the morning hustlers every day just for you know that little burst of energy being around this community every day every day we, we meet up every single day and it filled me up with gratitude like alright like you really are making a big difference man but I don't I don't I don't think about the big picture all the time I don't and it just felt good to have kind of like a psychedelic like experience of putting myself in those people's shoes and then I started to doze off and uh, I ended up going to sleep which was awesome it was a nice rest and it wasn't until my body twitched and it woke me up it scared the shit out of me I was like oh shit but then, like, after after I woke up from my little nap, I had uh, a couple cool realizations. Because I'm always curious about why do people show up to the morning hustlers? And I know there there's it could be a multitude of reasons. Can't boil it down to one. But uh, I always just try to like, make that connection. Like, Because to me, it's still, like, really crazy that people show up to listen to me speak every single day. It's It's, like, mind-blowing to me. And I think I came, I, I came to a, like another reason. There's a couple of reasons. Number one, like I look at why do I admire some of the people that I admire. You know, I I admire David Goggins. I love just like who he is. Like he doesn't really have to do much. He just does who he just does him. Like it's just who he is. And there's that attractive character of like oh I'm I'm just me. And I think I'm just so used to my skin. Like and I do what I what I want to do. And for me, it's just like, no, this is just like how I live. Like, this is just me. And it's not a big deal. Like, I'm just doing, I'm not doing anything extraordinary. It's just like, this is something that I just want to do. And like, I, why are you applauding me for me being me? Like, this is it. But if you think about it, a lot of people aren't able to be themselves. A lot of people are afraid to be themselves. A lot of people are afraid to express their true thoughts and feelings. You know, a lot of people don't have the, the, the support from family that I have and uh, just it's hard it's hard to be yourself you know it really is hard to be yourself that's a crazy thing to say if you think about it think about how the craziness in that statement it's hard to be yourself how fucking crazy is that how there's so much societal pressure to be something else to where you feel shame about being yourself you feel like you shouldn't brag about the accomplishments you have or you've done you should filter yourself you can't be yourself because that's bad that's wrong to say that 
it's like what like this is this is this is me though this is how I think this is how I operate and when you have so much pressure from your parents growing up from society from teachers from friends from friends family it's hard to go against all of that pressure because everybody's expecting you to behave this way everybody's holding you accountable to behave this way but you made the decision like I don't want to I don't want to follow that and it's scary because I don't know what lies on the other end of me being myself instead of this beaten path if I take this beaten path I know what's going to happen I'm going to work this job or maybe bounce from job to job make a decent amount of money settle down with somebody that you know probably met through work maybe met on a dating app or someone that we I've been together with for since college or some shit and then we get a house live in that house pay pay a 30 year mortgage on that get kids raise the kids it's a, it's a very it's a very predictable lifestyle and if you listen to what your friends and family and you know everybody says like yeah you go live that and they would be, be like yeah all right that's what we're supposed to do yes yes good get a good job make like 80k 100k a year 120 if you're if you're lucky you're doing good for make 120k a year but they're afraid for you for like because you decide to do your own thing it's like wait there's no it's like what's proven hold on people can take advantage of you wait a second you we don't know about all this but it's like yeah it's scary but this is what you want to do anyway there's that there's that aspect of the morning costers where i'm just me i'm just me i just they like who i am as a person which is which is incredible and there's the other aspect i was thinking well like what is it about me and I think it's the fact that I do I take action I decide to do something and I move into that direction and I do it and I say I'm gonna do something and I actually go execute on that prime example is running the marathon or running the extra mile and I'm gonna talk about that in just a second as well and what I think is like because I spent years Reading and going to events and investing in courses and learning, 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 learning with little, very, very, very little action. So another part of me feels like, well, I take action and they want to take action, but I don't make it seem like I am like a god and I'm like, no, you just do the thing like unemotionally. It's like, hold on, like I, I feel fear, I feel insecure. I feel like I don't know what I'm doing and I'm, I'm I'm real about it and when I say that people are like oh like I feel that too I feel uncertain I feel fear I feel doubt and even though you feel the same thing as I do you still figure out a way to, to take action and move forward that's interesting and another thing could be like they come to listen to like okay well how do I navigate myself through that ter- terrain because I feel the same thing that they feel but I'm able to overcome it's like well what are the things that you're thinking of that thinking about that help you overcome and how can you how can I help simplify the process for them to do so it, like the I simplified as like I do and they also want to do 
And that's why they come. I do and they also want to do. That's it. They want they want help taking action. I take action and I help them take action. And it makes them feel good. Cuz they take action, they feel better about themselves. And their life starts to improve and they make more connections. And they're like, "God damn. This is a great way to live." And it is. When you take action towards things that you care about, that's a fucking fantastic way to live. It feels great. Nothing feels worse than you feel like than you knowing that you're wasting your potential. You know, where you feel like I know there's actions that I should be taking that are better, but you don't do that. That's a really terrible place to be. It sucks. I've been there for years. And it wasn't until I turned 23 years old where I was like, fuck this. I'm getting older. That was the first year I I, I didn't feel happy about me turning older. I was like, what the fuck? Time is ticking. And I started taking action. And I started working hard as fuck. 23 was a fucking great year for me. Set me up for 24. And now here I am, 25. But I thought about that. I'm like, oh, okay, that's it's very interesting. Okay, so I got a little bit more clarity on why people you know show up to the morning hustlers and then and then I thought about the marathon now the a marathon is 26.2 miles I planned on running 27.2 miles run 26 miles for me run that extra mile for Kobe to commemorate Kobe now when I ran my extra mile I stopped my timer at 27.17 miles. I stopped it too soon by 0.03. 0.03 is like 10 fucking steps. 10, maybe 20 steps. It's really n- almost nothing. And I stopped it after I passed a landmark and I was like I think this is it and I just went and I just fucking collapsed on the grass because my body just had enough marathon is one of the hardest things you can do in my opinion at least for me that shit was hard as fuck I couldn't wait to be done and I collapsed on the grass and I collapsed with a .03 left and I already ended the run and I try to convince myself. I really tried. I really try to convince myself that I that it's okay that I didn't get the point zero three. I fucking tried, but I can't ignore it. It bothers the fuck out of me that I didn't get the point two. I did get the point two because I stopped it when I passed the landmark, and then I ran maybe you know twenty steps to the to the place where I crashed out on the grass. But the Nike app didn't log that. And it doesn't matter about the story. When you look at it in black and white, it's 27.17 miles. I did not complete it. The job is not finished. And part of me almost feels like, I, I almost feel like I can't even say I ran a marathon. I, I, I battle with that idea, but it's like, well, I have because I've ran the 26.2 miles. I ran a little bit more than that. So I definitely have run a marathon. Like that's a fact, a literal fact that I can't argue. But 
That point three was was killing me, man. Fucking killing me. And I was thinking, you gotta fucking do it again, man. You gotta do this again. This morning I was watching YouTube videos on people running the first marathon. And there was this girl who lives in Austin, Texas, and she finished her marathon and she got this she got this nice ass medal. It was a beautiful fucking medal. I was like, wow, that medal is fucking beautiful. So I want to do an official race because I want a medal. And I also want to finish out this run, that last mile, and fucking just finish that shit. So I can fucking finish this damn job. And considering my time I got, I'm like, you know what? This is a good little uh, warm-up marathon. Because I think next on my on the actual marathon that I actually run, probably qualify for the Boston Marathon. I ran... My marathon in three hours and fourteen minutes. I missed the I missed the Boston Marathon qualifying time by fourteen minutes. I was running at a pace of uh, seven twenty per mile. So if I just ran my runs just to have a cushion there, by if I ran my my miles thirty seconds faster per mile, I could have qualified for the Boston Marathon. It's a crazy thing to think about an elite marathon. So I'm like, well. I'm gonna run this again, uh, actual official marathon. I'm gonna uh, actually get a coach and, and train and do this right. And I'm gonna attempt to qualify with the Boston Marathon. And I'm also gonna run the extra mile at the end as well uh, to really firmly just complete the fucking job. And I also thought about this as well. I think this. I think this had to happen because I think this is leading me to something else. Now, I'm again. You know, I'm not a big woo-woo person, but I'll, I'll tell you this. Some of the biggest setbacks led me to some beautiful things. And I do want a Navy SEAL friend. I really do want a friend that's a Navy SEAL. Who's hardworking, industrious, has that strong mindset, no bullshit, intense. I want that. I want a friend like that. And I think that this was supposed to happen. I was supposed to miss that point zero three because I just I'm just not fucking satisfied. I'm not satisfied at all with the result. And that is leading me to run an official marathon. Who knows where who knows who where who I'll meet on the marathon. And maybe if I do qualify for Boston and then I go to Boston, who will I meet there? And what will lead me to the next thing? So you know, I don't really see it as a as a big L. And and by the way, also, I could definitely run this marathon and not qualify for Boston, and that can be it. And I do my, and that can be it. You know, I, a job's finished, but I get a medal. Um, I can also qualify for Boston and do Boston and, and and not even have a relationship come out of that. And that whatever, you know. But there is that probability that that does happen, and it might lead me to something that I don't even know was supposed to happen. You know, a, a random series of events led me to meeting my business partner. And perhaps a random series of events, uh, a perceived setback at the time, could lead me to meeting 
I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. Or it can lead to certain opportunities. I don't know. But what I do know is I need to run a motherfucking another motherfucking marathon. And I'm not letting myself off the hook. And I also felt like, you know, after the marathon, I was in some of the biggest pain I've ever been in my life. I mean, I was in excruciating pain. My legs, I've never, I don't think, I've, I've never felt that amount of pain before in my body, just physically like hurt. That shit fucking hurt. And today I have to walk with the cane. And I'm thinking, yeah, okay. I didn't. I don't think I did that great of a job in terms of navigating through the pain last time. But it's like, oh, hey, let me, let me learn how to navigate myself through that excruciating pain. Let's let's do this again. Because again, right? You need pain. Those who avoid pain, what do they amount to? What what kind of great things do people accomplish that avoid pain? Not much. You need pain to to be great. You need to fail. You need humiliation. You need things to suck. You need to take those blows because that's where you learn. It's through the pain. And I thought, okay. There's going to be a time in my life where some shit's going to hit the fan. And I don't want to hear any of you law of attraction people saying, you you believe that it's going to happen. Listen, shit, shit happens in life. Whether you believe that it's going to... You can believe life's going to be rosies all your life, but your life is going to be fucking rocked when some shit hits the fan. And shit hits the fan... Maybe not for all of us, but for those that it does happen to, you better fucking be prepared. And you better know how to navigate your ass through pain. You better know how to have a grip on your mind when shit gets hard and people are looking at you on how, how, to, how to think and how to behave and what actions to take. You better be able to think clearly in those situations where there's high pressure, where there's important decisions that need to be made. And your threshold for discomfort is so high because you actively put yourself in those situations where you took cold showers every day and you were uncomfortable and you learned how to keep your body calm during those times. Or you ran marathons and the training fucking sucked, but you had the mental discipline to keep going even though it sucked even when you wanted to quit and you had these battles with fear in terms of am I going to fucking pass out on this ground and now you have to make executive decisions like well if I pass out I hope somebody fucking finds me either that or I walk I'm not fucking walking I ran this marathon though I didn't have a single fucking time where I walked not a single fucking run not, not for a single fucking second never walked to hold myself to that standard but when you can put yourself in those situations where there's chaos and there's fear and there's uncertainty and there's doubt and there's like 
what the fuck is going on your brain scrambled and you learn how to navigate your way through that that's strength where everybody's brain gets fried so quickly cuz they they aren't used to that discomfort you actually put yourself in that day in by day out and this is just another day for you oh, i've been here before and you're able to effectively calm people down and then you can move forward from there so i thought all right well let's let's do this again you know i i here i am mr fucking mental toughness let's get more mentally tough let's put ourselves in even more pain let's run towards this shit literally let's run to more pain let's navigate this better body's all fucked up all right we keep going baby we need pain pain is good I love it gets you better makes you live more full too because the more pain you have in my opinion and the more pain you overcome and you put yourself in like the ultimate reward just feels so that much better because you went through so much low where the high just feels so high in comparison where you just feel like I just holy fuck I just peaked because I fucking deserve this I'd rather have a life where it's rocky it's up and down you know, I hit lows and I'm at a low for a bit and then I overcome and I have a really big high. Like those are the moments I look like they're going to stick out to me. You know, I, I would rather have that than everything's okay. That's okay. Through your whole life, your whole life is just, oh, it's all right. I mean, it's, you know, it's whatever. It's cool. It wasn't crazy. What the fuck? <laughs> I refuse. I refuse to live like that. And you should too. You should aim to have as many peak experiences as you possibly can. But or, in order to have the peak, you need to have like the. You have to have the valleys. You have to have the failures. You have to put yourself out there. So I felt actually liberated. I actually felt excited. It felt good actually to make that decision. Like, all right, motherfucker, you're gonna run another marathon. You're gonna run the extra mile. You know what? This time you're going to get a fucking medal. And you know what your goal is this time? Because this time I didn't have I didn't have a, a set time I was aiming for. I just wanted to run a marathon by by like straight without without walking. And I proved that to myself. Now it's like, "All right, well, let me let me aim for a, a time. And let me pick out a date and let me hire a coach." And one of my mentors is happy to hook me up with, like, uh, introduce me to a, a, a top running coach, which is fucking awesome. That's what I'm gonna do. So I got out of the tank and I was feeling good. Hell yeah. Gonna run another marathon. Also have some more clarity on why people join the morning hustlers. And I went to go visit an old high school friend of mine, my best friend in high school. 
and just uh, you know you want to celebrate me on my birthday took me out to took me out to lunch had some conversation and now I'm headed back home feeling a little tired uh, but nonetheless I feel very grateful I mean 24 I, every single year I always think to myself was this year better than last year and every single year that goes by is always better than the last one it's never it's not like oh man I, I waged this year or this year wasn't as good as always or like this year was kind of like the same as last year no it's like every year that goes by is like yeah yeah you got better yeah this year even though the years are fantastic I've had years where I'm like how the fuck am I gonna top that and I top it and here's something that I thought was very interesting that Derek Moneyberg had said. He said that just like action compounds, education also compounds. Think about that. The stuff that you're putting in your head, like all of that also compounds over time. And I was like, whoa, I never even thought of it that way. So you're getting smarter, but like sometimes the, the leaps and bounds of smart you get to just like begin to multiply. Think about that. Isn't that crazy? So anyway. I've reached a point in my drive where I feel that, you know, I'm good. Let's see how long I've been talking for. 41 minutes. That's it. This is my, my podcast birthday edition for those of you who reached out and said happy birthday thank you so much for those who show your support thank you so much it's very frustrating that thank you is all I'm limited to I wish that I can take the emotion that I feel and like transfer it over to you I wish I can put it in your heart how I like the gratitude that I feel for the support because it's 10 times greater than what the words thank you can deliver so I'm very grateful uh, for everybody that I have in my life and that makes a sincere effort to, to be part of my life and here's to another year 25 let's make it better than 24 baby thank you for listening talk to you soon peace out